Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This program may contain content which is suitable for listeners over the age of 18 only. Discretion is advised. This is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Good evening. It's Cormac here on FM 104 this evening. Tonight coming up here on the show, a gentleman from Hong Kong who is developing a bionic eye that's going to help blind people see again. You're going to be able to implant it into your head and it'll be able to directly connect to your brain and make you see again. Mad stuff. So he's going to be on uh, a little bit closer to 11 o'clock this evening. You're also going to check or hear from uh, Farmer Michael, a.k.a. Steve O'Timothy, about his 5K cycle this weekend. Now, 5-kilometre cycle doesn't sound like much, but he's um, paralysed pretty much um, from uh, the, the the chest down, and he can barely walk, and he can barely move. So he's doing it as a charity fundraiser. It's happening this Saturday, and we'll be checking in with him to see how exactly he's getting on. Uh, and there's an online beer festival coming to our Ireland. An online beer festival. How that's going to work, I don't know, but maybe it's the thing you've been looking for to break up the week. It's next month, but we'll be chatting to one of the organisers uh, just before 10 o'clock this evening. As always, you can get in touch. Let us know what you're up to. 87 This is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. Uh, listen, is taking a, a, a day off today because we have to get rid of all of our annual leave before the end of a certain month, which is fine. So um, what I'm going to do now is see if a certain Miss Tara Murray has left her microphone on back in her house. Hello? Um, talk there again. I just want to see if I can hear you. I, I can hear you over this. I don't know if you're going through the, the desk. Hello? <laughs> no, so listen, uh, I think we're having some, some listen, a couple of little tech problems there with uh, uh, Tara's and Tara, I can hear you, but I don't think anyone else can. Maybe just reconnect there and we'll, we'll crap on there for a second. Anyway, uh, listen, we're, we're going to go to Tara now in two seconds, if we can, to see what the story is. But yeah, another reminder, uh, the Beer Fest is coming a little bit later on to um, a Zoom call near you. As always, always drink responsibly. That'll be on the way. Also, uh, Irish comedian Damo Clark he has been gigging in people's back gardens, in their front gardens, and uh, <laughs> in some of the most random spots uh, in in and around Dublin. <clears throat> He's going to be on in a few moments' time to see if um, uh, to, to tell us about the latest venture that they're doing. So, comedy is moving from inside places to outside. It could be coming to your back garden. It could be coming to your est- uh, estate. It could be coming to uh, anywhere in an open space near you. So that is on the way. A quick question for you this evening. If you'd like some beer mats, all right, listen up. Here's your question this evening. A third of single people are guilty of doing what during the lockdown? A third of you, if you're single, are guilty of doing this 
during lockdown. Let me know what you think it is. 087-6797-104. We'll throw in some beer mats tonight if you think uh, if you think you know what it is. So listen, I'll ask you again. Third of single people, you're guilty of doing this since the lockdown has started. Guesses on a postcard to that WhatsApp number for free. Let's check back in. Can we get back into Tara Tara Murray's gaff here now? Here. Hang on. Woohoo! Am I back? Go again. Okay, can you hear me now? Yay! Yay! Okay, Tara learned how to work a mic, finally. It's not like I, you know, I'm getting paid to do this job each and every day for the last, like, seven years. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, listen, what Tara, I haven't really spoken to you in a long time, and I haven't seen you, so I keep forgetting I it's it's nearly the end of May. How, how have you been managing lockdown, Tara? I've been, you know what, I, I think I'm like everybody where I'm kind of going through phases where one week I'm perfectly fine, perfectly tran- tranquil, reading books, you know, very zen, doing <laughs> exercises. And then the, yeah. the next week I'm flipping tables, putting my fist through walls and like just going absolutely nuts. So it, it varies. It depends what day I wake up and how I feel. But other than that, okay, just, you know, the odd mood swing here and there. What about you? How are you coping? <laughs> Oh, it's a mood swing on an hourly basis, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a daily one. It's just, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. The sleep is all over the place. I uh, haven't seen uh, the outside world in a long time. How are you? Uh, how are you finding it? Uh, do you miss the office? Do you know what I do? I actually just miss the crack of the office and you berating me every day to go for a coffee. Like, just stop trying to make me be your I miss friend. getting rejected, Tara, by you. <laughs> See, if you, if, if you never know this, right, we, go, we used to go for a coffee myself and Saoirse and maybe one or two other people who were lying around the office as our break at six o'clock into the insomnia next door. And then Tara would be all like, sorry, now I don't like you people, so get away Poor from Mick. me. We're like, all right, fine, I try to fine. actually do hard work for a living here, okay? So sorry, I don't have as much disposable time as you. I'm just trying to get my work done and you just keep interrupting <laughs> He just stands beside my desk and just puts his hands on the desk and is like, so what are you doing now? And I'm like, oh, I'm just like editing some stuff. Why? And he'll just be like, so you're not coming for coffee? And the absolute, like the disgust in your voice is something I'll never be able to forget. (laughs) But we're getting there anyway. So you're managing all right then? Managing all right. Managing all right. Thankfully. Deep breaths. We'll get there soon. Deep breaths. Count to 10. I mean, we all have Uh, to, we're all going through those stages, I think. If you got the choice, by the way, right? If you got the choice right. for the rest of the year, would you rather work from home or come into the office? I'd rather go into the office. I never thought Why? I'd say that. No, I swear to God, I'd actually rather go into the office. I miss it. Now, obviously, I know right now we can't. We're not allowed. We shouldn't be going into the office because you have to stay home. You have to stay safe and all that jazz. And I understand that. But my God, just just human interaction, just being able to see other people outside your household, just a different face. That's what I miss. Yeah, so listen, if you're currently living with Tara, she hates your face. <laughs> she hates the state of your face right now. I mean, so yeah, good luck. You have See to bye. put it like that. <laughs> right, well, listen, Tara, uh, thanks for popping on. Good to check in and make sure no that you're problem. all right. Good to hear your and, voice again. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll let you go and cheers for popping on. All right, look after yourself now. We'll chat you again too. soon. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Uh, right, there you have it, working from home. Uh, would you rather, listen as well, if you got the option, well, either or, if you would have to be in work or work from home, uh, let me know what you think it is. Anyway, that question again. A third of you, if you're single, right? A third of single people are guilty of doing this during the lockdown. What do you think it is? Guesses in to our WhatsApp, 87 uh, On the way next, we're going to be chatting to uh, Irish, Irish-Australian Irish comedian. Uh, we're, we're, he, 
What's his home now, Ireland, anyway? We'll call him Irish. Uh, Damo Clark, he's going to be on chatting about the crazy Zoom gigs he's been doing and gigs out in back gardens in Dublin right after the weekend, Blind and Light. It is Room 104. Quick reminder, uh, the podcast is up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of the usual places if you missed. Um, like last night's interview, we were talking to a Dublin woman who was giving women uh, online orgasm classes via Zoom. And if you're thinking they're kind of going, ah, that's mad, come on now, who'd be up for that? Apparently close to a thousand women from Ireland, maybe your dirty next door neighbour, has already, uh, they've already signed up and done this course. Listen, she is up, uh, Jenny Keane is her name, Jennifer Keane uh, is her name. She's up on the Room 104 podcast right now. Well worth having to listen back to mad stuff. Joining me now on the line, you might have seen his videos doing the rounds with one of the other comedians who... You know what? Let's let's just say it has revolutionised stand-up comedy. He was doing the comedy down the flats down in uh, Ringsend or Irish Town, I think it was. And he joins us on the line now because uh, comedy seems to be evolving over the next few days. Could be coming to a back garden near you, Mister Demo Clarkster. How are things? Great, Cormac. How's it going? That was quite funny. Like speaking of online orgasms. <laughs> Damo Clark, he will give you an eargasm in his ears just yeah. by coming on now. <laughs> Come yeah, here, before no, we chat, um, before we chat, obviously the comedy and stuff like that. Uh, how's life in lockdown been treating you? Because I know you had been documenting it for the last while, but like, how you find it? Oh, good man. I mean, for a, for for a comic, it's, it's great, man. Because we're just like bludgers. <laughs> so we're just like cruising around because obviously everything stops but you can still write, you can still be creative but uh, as you know I've got a three year old so that is just keeping us busy. <laughs> so uh, he he is loving it because we're just me and the missus just home non-stop so he's just having a great time and it's hard to get like locked into the, the whole like I guess the, the size of this epic thing that we're going through right now when uh, all he wants to do is play toy cars and trucks. So like, oh, that's such good therapy, watch, isn't it? I want to watch the news. I want to see what's happening. Okay, we're going to make a train track. Let's do that. <laughs> and so it's been really good. Like, all these people have got more time maybe to meditate and stuff like that. So my meditation is like getting Hot Wheels cars and like rolling them down a ramp <laughs> continuously for eight hours a day. And uh, it's really good, man. It's really zen. And then, and then do, a bit of, do a bit of writing and that. And yeah, as you brought up, luckily um, the last couple of weeks we've found ways to do social distance gigs. So that's scratching that itch of uh, performing to people performing in the real world. Mad, yeah. So yeah, you, I, was um, doing, I was doing the old Zoom gigs, not the uh, orgasm type. Not yet. Didn't think of that. <laughs> well, listen, I'll save you a spot for that. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll have maybe a chat. The mails would be uh, would be very quick. <laughs> Actually, there already is those classes. I don't know if you've ever gone onto Chat Roulette online. Oh, good lord! Oh, I hate to think. Well, Chat Roulette was his website where it was initially set up to just pair you with people to talk to. You know, it would randomly assign you to someone on the other side of the world, and you just chat. You know, this was back in the early days of the internet, and then just men with their with their with themselves out just hijacked it. So you'd be flicking around and be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, there's a guy." Um, Yeah, okay, happy days. So it doesn't take long. It doesn't matter what the technology is. uh, It'll be like (laughs) maybe a two point eight second before a guy goes, "Can I get William?" You know, it doesn't take long. You just see it. That's what Snapchat was all based around, right? It was people, you know, developing the platform, and then two seconds, and some guys going, I, "I know we're looking at maybe a June rollout for the server upgrades, but I'm just wondering, um, what is the issue with uh, dick pics? Uh, are we going to be okay with dick pics on this?" Yeah. No, we're like, um, uh, we'll take them down immediately. Uh, six seconds. You get six seconds, and then they were like, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Screenshot, screenshot." <laughs> I got you, Willie. That's just, yeah. it's quite. It's just got a, a yeah, a bit of a tangent, but it's the the generational thing. Like, how? I mean, imagine if our dad's generation had all that. 
and they're, they're photos of our family's genitals, like our parents, <laughs> uncles, aunties, were just in the ether. How do you live? How are this generation going to live with that? Oh, do you know like, what's actually really? You, you raise a really good point because, like, in the years to come, you know, in those programs, who do you think you are? In like a hundred years' time, they'll be going back <laughs> doing your family tree. Like, here's your great great grandfather, Damien Clark, and here's seven of his best penis pictures that he released online. Yeah, and your ancestors would be like, "Oh, why did he use a flash? No filter. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. What was he thinking? Yeah, man, really changed. But uh, yeah." Yeah, but like this pandemic's changing everything again. Like we're all adjusting everything we do. Like, are you in the studio now? Because you were in, you were doing it from home for a while. No, no, no were, I'm sitting were... here in my front room, Damo. This is the crack. I said everything's ah. kind of been turned on its head. So I'm sitting in here. I said, Sir, she's off this evening, but she is sitting in her broadcasting from her front room. I'm sitting here yeah. beside the couch and the fireplace, and I've taken ah, up no. the spot where the TV used to be. So I can, I can, you know, I get to look out the window. I'm right beside the window as well. So I get to knock on yeah. the window like an annoyed, annoyed owl, like, going, can you keep it down? I'm trying to work here when they're out. Be quiet, I'm doing a radio show about this bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Crazy high-brow stuff here tonight, guys. <laughs> so uh, it, it's obviously, With yeah. With your cognac swirling it around <laughs> in front of your face. <laughs> no, that'd be lovely. Uh, everything yeah. uh, everything has been turned up on its head. So, But listen, before I chat to you about, obviously, the, the gigs you've been doing outside, socially distant ones, and the, the gigs in the flats that went really, really well, and the mm. different kind of areas you were in over the last while... Uh, I know you've done a couple of comedy gigs over Zoom. Now, that just sounds terrifying. Yeah, well, I mean, at first, because it's sort of, it's very chat-like. I mean, like, I've, I've really enjoyed it, because, but it's obviously it's, it's completely different. So if their microphones are off, you can't hear them laugh. But if it's on gallery view, you can see everyone. So instead, you know, it's, you can still do the, which is some of the fun, funniest parts of being in a comedy club, uh, what's your name, where you're from? Because you can, you can see them, right? So camera's on. Yeah. So you end up just sort of, Flagging off their living room and what they're wearing and their slippers and and uh, and because other people that can see them, but people love it. I mean, obviously if they don't, they just fold down their laptop. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you just see all these little uh, the squares <laughs> turn on black. You're like, oh my god, yeah, everyone's going depressing. out. But it, it's but it, it is great fun. I mean, there's the there's not the atmosphere of being in a club, but it's uh it's quite great that you can have people watching you from all over the world and. You can play games like you know, going okay. Everyone, go, go get your cutlery drawer. You can if they can move their laptop yeah, or their yeah. phone. You can go get you know get stuff out of your living room. I can move the oh you know I give them tours of my gaff and how, you know how messy it might be or whatever. And because uh, your whole your, your your whole house is full of props that you don't even mm. realise. I mean you can and then uh, many times I was heckled by like my kid woke up and ran in. Uh, my cat just swans in and then I, we interview the cat. So there's all stuff like that that you wouldn't have in, in a comedy club. We, we were hacked. We were hacked oh, one amazing. night by uh, some kids figured out how to hack Zoom chats, and uh, they were going around other conversations that I heard as well with with porn. We're talking about with adult videos, graphic ones as well, not the good kind. Like, <laughs> so we're just then, posting that in on like the the, the chats. It or whatever. would come up, and you couldn't get rid of it. It was, and everyone was <laughs> and you could hear it, you could see it, and you could hear everyone going, "Ah, oh, hang on, hang on, demo, 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 demo." Are you sure you were hacked, or the organisers tab just didn't kind of reveal <laughs> what they were looking at? Like, oh, those pesky hackers from China again. Ooh. Those pesky. You know, yeah. Well, like first we all thought it was part of a joke because if it would just flash up for a bit, but then it just kept changing into different other, and we we're like, oh. so we. But then we did the gig again the next week, and of course the uh, audience had tripled by that stage. But then uh, the word got out, and <laughs> they loved it. But the oh, Zoom yeah. chats, uh, I, I was sort of, you know, you sort of get a flow on it, and you figure out how, how far you can push the next medium, you know? Like, what else can we do with this? 
because uh, some things wouldn't work as well as it would in a club, but then other things will work better. So you've got to try and yeah. figure out what that is. Uh, and just do it so you think, like, what I think is funny. Like, what would I think would be funny on it? So, you know, I've got all these toys from my three-year-old. Rather, well, they're my toys. Like, not, like yeah, let's be honest. Kids' toys, Mr. Incredible, you know, Mr. Potato Head, all these guys. So they'll, they'll pop up. So it's a, it's like, whatever you can do that uh, <laughs> sounds like sounds like hilarious stand-up. But, um, you know, if someone's, yeah, just whatever, whatever's funny. Like, you just try that out. Yeah, happy days. So, I mean, what you could do is you could get a green screen and then you could, like, uh, superimpose, you know, the, the, the stereotypical generic brick wall for a comedian on the background and have your own, like, laughy sound effects. So at least if no one's laughing and maybe folding down their laptops, at least you have a bit of, like, hey, keep well, yeah, we happy. did that. And I had my laugh machine. And oh, then, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, beatbox. And then, and then as it went on, because I had other sound effects, so as it went on, like, after a joke, monkeys would go off or, you know, cows or cars or a helicopter. Or, or stuff like that. So that was cool. You know, like when you listen to those radio yeah. shows, all the wacky, zany noises. <laughs> you can add a bit of that. But then if it, if it all fits, if you've got all this ready to go, I mean, sort of just uh, play it by ear. And then also I find with online, uh, you, can, you can sort of sit and listen to a 15, 20-minute story on, you know, live, if it's a really good story, it can hook you in. But online yeah. it's harder to be hooked in from one yeah. camera angle for that amount yeah. of time. And that's why I use, you know, shorten things or use props or just things to break it up. And my attention span's not the best anyway. So, like, if you, every minute or two, just, like, change some, change it to something, to different joke, to it, like, I find that works better. Uh, uh, so, and then I move yeah. around a lot on stage, usually. So I've got to figure, like, keep in the screen <laughs> if you want to see it. <laughs> This man, man running back and forth across a laptop camera going, where's Demo gone? Unreal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What's he wearing now? What isn't he wearing now? But um, come here, yourself and Danny O'Brien and I know a few others are, are trying out something slightly different. So if you're looking for something maybe out in your area, out in your back garden or, you know, out in your estate even, the, the lads might have a, an interesting solution to kind of keep you entertained. If you're missing live gigs and if you're missing stand-up, if you're missing going to the international or any of the, the, the big clubs in town, um, this started off by you doing a gig in, is it in, in Irish Town or in Ring's End? I keep, I keep forgetting. Getting mixed yeah, up. yeah, was it was Ring's one? End was the first one. Uh, um, uh, Rings End, the community centre, and they had, because I've got this big space out the back, like uh, AstroTurf, usually for sports or something. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and so they set up a uh, a stage there, and chairs all spread apart, and everyone was scattered about. And it was, uh, they had music on, they had bands, they had bands that were learning music in the community centre. So, like, kids that were around, like, 10, 11, 12, were, like, rocking out Led Zeppelin covers and all that, did a few originals. Brilliant. And then they and then they like yeah rock out and then they just walked over and like we're eating rice rice crispy squares <laughs> like that hey and then uh, and then and then uh, Danny went on to about fifteen minutes and was like tearing up because we're just like making fun of the people sitting there like in a, all in a good way and then like our jokes sort of worked just talking about it was sort of a re- relief for all of us because you know we do stand up for therapy <laughs> a lot of the time it's, <laughs> it's for group us. therapy yeah so you're like you know when you're locked down buddy this is happening and you know you can't get barred from your own fridge so we're all drunk and then all that kind of thing. And then, and then I went on to the same people leaning out of the balconies and all that. And then someone from there uh, lived in the block of flats, not too far, or like you know, Palmer Block, not too far from there. And uh, uh, George Reynolds' residence. And we we're like, hey, come and do one. We do bingo. This guy Derek, he does bingo there every week. He goes, the setup's already there. Come and do your set. We're like, are you joking? That'd be amazing. 
because uh, I think they, they were already on the news from doing bingo. So, yeah, like, it they already, already went already, global. Yeah, it did. It already mastered it. So it was them. And the reason it went global is because everyone in that in that uh, block was just so into it, and you know, it made it work because they were so up for it. And so they were all leaning over the balconies and all that. So it was that atmosphere uh, with stand-up. So it was great. And then from that, we're like, geez, thanks to these people, like, we, it can work. But then we did another one. <laughs> so only if they want it to work will it work, you know? Because uh, so, um, it, it's gone well every time because we've done three to, like, like <laughs> two, two apartments. And... Uh, one heckle, but that was the. It was the. It usually comes out if I say if I say something him accent. I'm like, go back to where you bleed and came from. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. That was quite funny. And so uh, all I could say to him was, well, go back to where you came from, two feet behind you. Like he's at his gas. He's right there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was crazy. It was it was all in jest, but it was funny how like uh, just heckling someone like you know we're doing it for free. Imagine someone's coming in on work experience at a garden centre or something. You're like, yeah, take your geraniums, shove them up your clacker, get the hell out of here, grab your shovel and, and beat it, buddy. Um, right, so, right. Oh, yeah, and then we went to, uh, this is the good bit. Do I tell you about Wexford? Do you know Wexford? No. We got, to, we got to drive to Wexford with a garden note and everything, like a pass. We were like undercover comedy cops. <laughs> we got to go to Wexford and do uh, a gig for frontline workers from Super Value in their car park and all the chairs were spread out, like one chair per car space. So they're all spread out in this big car park and we did a gig for them there and then raised money for a women's refuge as well while we're at it. So it was just like, it's just all positive, positive, positive. It's just great. It's just, just, uh, just magic because so they, they came out and they get like a gig, snacks, and, uh, and it was brilliant. Who rode, who's ridden who, who's been here the longest? <laughs> Just chatting. <laughs> Who's the fastest scanner? You know, it's great. Come here, though. Uh, I, I know. So you know, the kind of comedy has been taken from inside the clubs where everyone's on top of each other to now, literally in people's back gardens and in the, on the middle of a pitch and in the middle of a, of a block of flats around the Dublin. You guys are kind of taking this on the road, nearly. Is it kind of pushing this forward and, and taking bookings yeah, or doing more gigs? What's the sort of, story? Yeah, as long as everyone's like socially distant, distant, <laughs> distant, and safe. Uh, then we can uh, we can do gigs there. So we've got our own PA and uh, we've got um, set up our own website. We've got GardenGigsIsland.com and GardenGigsIsland uh, Insta, Facebook, Twitter. And so uh, if people want to help raise money for something, or if they want to, if they want some stand up in their street or cul-de-sac or block of flats or apartments or you know, we'll do it. Garden, yeah, man, we're we're, we're totally up for it. So, uh, Amazing crack. Good. I mean, how, how much different it? is it? How much different is it from being on stage in a club to doing it like out in the open? Oh, a bit different. Laughs come and go a lot. Like they disappear into the atmosphere. Like you don't. It's really weird, but you don't realize if there's a roof, laughs sort of linger around a bit longer, <laughs> like a smell. Like but, uh, in uh, you've done gigs at festivals. It's just sort of like doing a festival on a Sunday. You know, where everyone's just sort of lying around. Yeah, uh, intense. Everyone's there in body, not in mind. Yeah, and so it's just sort of that kind of vibe. So to get the atmosphere, like, I mean, people just, they have to want it. It's one of those things where you can have an amazing musician and, and people can just sort of hear it and it'll soak into them somehow. But, like, you really have to want comedy for it to work. You know, have to sort of listen and, what did he say at the start so I can get the punchline? Otherwise it won't work. But then if, if people are up for it, then uh, sky's the limit, you know. So, uh, well, hopefully. And... So that's the only sort of missing ingredient. <laughs> because the worst thing is we rock up to someone's house and just 
you just sort of <laughs> some guy yelling obscenities to people who don't want it with a microphone. <laughs> so that's what we don't want. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't imagine that's that. That's why we've got to check with everyone. Is everyone fine? Everyone know about this? You know, the little old lady <laughs> picking through her curtains? She's cool with this story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice prank to play. You could book you to just go up to some random person, the, the neighbor you don't like, and they're just getting uh, two people with a big microphone screaming into their gaff. That could be fun. Yeah, yeah. In fact, what, what's happening now with comedians, there's like Cameo, there's an app, and there's a few other ones where people are paying comedians to write jokes about their friends and help diss them. <laughs> That's another thing that we're doing. They're like, you write jokes, eh? Well, my mate clips his tone, like, <laughs> clips his toenails, like, on the train. Make fun of him, you know? So then you write jokes about that, and then, video, and then video yourself flagging him off, some guy you've never met. <laughs> oh, the world in 2020, it's gone mad. Well, listen, Damo, uh, obviously, thanks for popping on. It's always good, good crack chanting and hearing about it. What's the website again? Gardengigs.com, or is it? Yeah, gardengigsisland.com. Kevin and Lyco, Garden, gardengigsisland.com. Ireland.com. Listen, go check it out. It's one of the ways in which, if you're in the position to do so, you can support uh, Irish comics um, and uh, Australian Irish comics. We don't want you to go. Well, you can't even go back to where you're from now, Demo. The planes are all grounded. So listen. Yeah, man. People <laughs> so can't it. get rid of me now. I'm going to be in your garden, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. saying knob gags, talking about cats. <laughs> Listen, Demo, it's always a pleasure. Go check it out, backgardengigsireland.com, and we will chat you again very soon, man. Cheers for popping on. Cheers, go ahead. Take it easy, take it easy. Uh, listen, still to come on the show, we'll be chatting to uh, Sir Steve O'Timothy, but that question again I asked, uh, if you would like to win yourself some beer masks this evening, a third of single people, so if you're single, have a listen to this, what are you doing? A third of single people are guilty of doing this during the lockdown. So a third of you, single being the important word, are guilty of doing this during the lockdown. One's at me in 87 104. We'll see if anyone has gotten that right next. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. Good evening, it's just Cormac here this evening. Sersha is off tonight. Still to come on the show, by the way, uh, you're going to be hearing from uh, MMA fighter Ryan Curtis. He'll be joining us at 10 o'clock to pay Poker Face, so he'll tell you three things about himself if you're able to figure out which one of those things he's lying about, he's spoofing to you about. Uh, you'll win yourself some beer masks this evening. So that's on the way. Another reminder to also go and download and subscribe to the Room 104 podcast. We have the full shows up there, so if you want to listen back to the full shows in their entirety or to the individual interviews and features, they'll be up there. You can get it on Apple, Spotify, all of the usual places where you're uh, listening to your podcast from. So Room 104, Cormac is the podcast you need to uh, look after or, or, or look for and search for and subscribe to as well. The question I asked just before we had uh, the wonderful Mr. Damien Clark on there who's doing gigs in people's backyard. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Is very simple this evening. I want to know, tonight, a third of single people are guilty of doing this since the lockdown has begun. So if you're single, a third of you have done this since the lockdown has begun. What do you think the answer is, is it, uh, text me in your guess, 87 uh, We'll see if anyone can get this right tonight. Uh, Jane, what's the story? How are things? She said, is it joining dating sites? I've stupidly joined them all again. Tinder, Bumble and Plenty Fish. Disaster. Jane, that's a very good guess and I wonder if single people who have maybe, maybe had knocked it on the head, maybe had said, you know what, this online dating BS is not for me. It's just, li- <laughs> it's just leading to unwarranted Richard picks from lads I do not know or care about. Is that the answer? Unfortunately, Jane, it is not. It's not a bad guess, but uh, unfortunately, it is not the answer I'm looking for. So again, the question, a third of single people are guilty of doing this during the lockdown and have done this during the lockdown. 087-67-9714. Drop us in a WhatsApp. Drop us in a WhatsApp if you think you know what it is. Uh, Jacinta says, is it eating too much? Uh I'm sure not just single people. I'm sure we're all doing that. We've all got a bit of extra mash around the gut now, don't we? You're kind of sitting there feeling like going, oh my God, what's going on? Uh, Good guess, Jacinta. Thank you for the text. Unfortunately, no, it is not. Uh, Jesse sent in very rude a very rude text now. I don't even know if I should mention this. Jesse, what's going on? She says, a third of single people are guilty of doing what since the lockdown. She has put down <coughs> masturbate. Listen, if it's only a third of single people I don't know how the other two-thirds are getting by. Is that the answer? No, it is not. Thank you very much for uh, for the guess on that as well. Uh, John, what's the story? He's messaged us in. His answer is a pretend <laughs> is a pretend like you're not single. How'd you do that? John, are you single? And is that what you're trying to actually do? That's not a bad guess. Unfortunately, not the right answer. Pretend like you're not single. I like that. Uh, how would you do that, though? You just Maybe get a mannequin and sit it in the front room and just be like, oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> and then do it that way, right? Uh, 087-6797104. If you are single, maybe you've done this, maybe you've been tempted to do it, but what do you think a third of single people are guilty of doing since this lockdown has begun? 087-6797104. We'll see if anyone can get that correct this evening. Uh, might be a little bit obvious, mightn't be, but we'll see. Take a few more guesses right after Freya Ridings. This is Castles. You're listening to FM 104. That is beautiful Freya Ridings. Castles. It's uh, Cormac here on FM 104. Still to come for you on the show a little bit later on. You're going to be hearing from uh, comedian Steve O'Timothy. He's doing a 5K cycle uh, on Saturday, one of the biggest challenges of his life. And if you're thinking, why in the name of God is a 5K cycle difficult and incredibly hard for him to do that? He will tell you exactly why at 10 o'clock. Or sorry, just after 10, because uh, just bang on 10. We do poker face on a Tuesday evening. Someone comes on, they tell you three things about themselves. And if you can figure out which one is a lie, well, then you'll win. Now, this evening, Irish MMA fighter fighting at SBG uh, Ryan Curtis he's going to be on at 10 o'clock live so uh, do stay tuned for that the question this evening before we're moving on to anything anywhere a third of single people are guilty of doing this during the lockdown what do you think it is 0876797104 people have said uh, online dating too much uh, overeating over drinking uh, let me know what you think it is 0876797104 uh, Noel, what's the story how are things hi how's it going not too bad, not too bad. How's uh, life in lockdown treating you? Yeah, it's not treating me too bad. I'm out of work, so. Yeah, you're getting a few lions at least anyway. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. 
<laughs> uh, do you mind me asking, what did you do before the whole pandemic thing decided to turn everyone's life on their heads? Um, I worked in a, an after-school sports crush. Oh, yeah, and they've been, yeah, so all of that's been I'm shut down. So good luck to you, bye. <laughs> yeah, madness, isn't it? But listen, uh, at least we'll enjoy a bit of the time off as much as we can, and while the weather's somewhat decent. Yeah, um, we'll get a nice bit of weather. Yeah, it might be 25 degrees this week as well. Possibly this hitting 27. This be one of the hottest weeks, yeah. Yes, absolute madness. Listen, uh, Noel, the question was, a third of single people are guilty of doing this during the lockdown. What do you think it is? Um, text their ex-partners. Now, are you single? I'm not, no. <laughs> oh, so, so you, haven't, done you it. haven't made that mistake. <laughs> it, was just a, it, was a to- it was a topic that was brought up in a WhatsApp group with a couple of oh, the girls. Oh, was it? So, yeah. A few of the single girls are doing stupid things like texting their ex. Talking about desperate measures. <laughs> <laughs> Give, giving himself a bit of a text and just meeting up in the uh, in the car park a little later That's on. It. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, name and shame them now. No, obviously don't. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right hang on there a second, Noel, if you can. Uh, Sean, are you saying something similar? Yeah, I pretty much said the exact same thing. So, um... Are you single now, Sean, or what's the story? Oh, yeah, I'm single, yeah. Have you made the no. fatal mistake over the last couple no, of weeks of texting no, the ex? No, no, people have definitely thought about it, and I say it's more than a third, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's, what, yeah, that's probably a conservative estimate, isn't it? It's a, it's a third of people will admit to probably, a third of single people will admit to it, the rest are all just uh, lying through their teeth. So um, have you, by the way, have you gone in, I, I know a few people have, right? I don't know if you're even bothering, I, considering seeing people being single during the lockdown, but have you done any Zoom dates, Renton? No, just, no. What's the point? You can't go anywhere and you can't do anything, so no, it's not funny. You, you could watch a movie together over Zoom. Be lovely. Yeah, yeah, hold hands and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could put you could put each other's hands up on the screens and just <laughs> pretend as if you're holding hands like weirdos in the end. No, yeah, definitely, definitely an awkward one. I know some people have it, but uh, are you back on the dating side, Trent? Are you doing any Tinder? Not yet, not at the moment. I'm waiting for things to go back to normal first. I think you'd be better off. You'd just be kind of wasting everyone's time a little bit, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't know what's going on. So, uh, Sean, uh, you think it's a third of single people have been texting, have been guilty of texting our ex, their exes in the last while? Yeah. Okay, Noel, Sean, are you guys correct and right this evening? Is that the right answer we're looking for? <laughs> Of course it is. Boom, you're correct and right. Listen, uh, Sean and Noel, send us on. Um, send us on your info and your details there. We'll send you out some demotivational room 104 beer mats, all right? But listen, thanks for popping on, all right? All right, no problem. Thanks. Take it easy, guys. Have a good evening. Thanks a million for popping on. Yes, so there you go. A third of single people, and as Sean, (laughs) nail on the head, probably a hell of a lot more uh, people have, uh, single people have been texting their exes during the lockdown. Uh, If you have, let let us know. Uh, Big shout out to Fiona as well, um, who was just in, couldn't come on the line, but listen, Fiona knew what the story was as well. Uh, She gave us in that right answer, but uh, those guys got it in first. So thank you as well to everyone else who answered that in and maybe it's not the smartest thing listen you can do what you want uh, you can you can do what you want uh, if you're currently single and in a relationship happy days but just be warned maybe when the lockdown's over a few more drama settings on the way uh, listen still to come on the show Steve O'Timothy's going to be on also after 11 you're going to be hearing from a guy who's developing a bionic eye something that a blind person or someone who lost their sight 
will be able to replace their eye with a robotic bionic eye that looks like a normal eye, except it's obviously it's, it's a techn- piece of technology and it'll link up to your retina and they're hoping to be able to restore sight. So we'll be chatting to the guy who's working on developing that. Next though, how does a beer festival sound? How would you like to go to a beer festival? I'd personally love to go to, go to one. I always drink responsibly and all that. But there is an Irish beer festival coming, an Irish online digital beer festival coming. I've absolutely no idea how it's going to work, but one of the organisers is going to pop on next and explain exactly to you how an online Irish beer festival works, how you can get involved, why you can get involved. That is on the way next here on F104. This is Room 104 with Cormac and Sersha. FM 104. You just stuck up myself this evening. It's Cormac here on FM 104. Get in touch. Let us know what you're up to tonight. 0876797104. Still to come just after 10 o'clock in about 15 minutes time. We do Poker Face on a Tuesday evening. If you've never heard of this before, uh, my apologies if you haven't. I'll be repeating myself. But basically, someone comes on. They'll tell you three things about themselves. One of those things is, in fact, a lie. If you're able to spot which one is a lie, you'll win. Very, very easy. Tonight, MMA, uh, Irish MMA fighter Ryan Curtis is going to be on at 10 o'clock. So that's on the way very shortly. And then after someone who's building a bionic eye. Now, as you know, uh, everything... Yeah, listen, everything's a mess at the moment for the most part, but a lot of things and a lot of businesses and a lot of even, you know, entertainment is moving online. It's moving on to places like Zoom or Google Hangouts or Skype uh, as ways to try to, you know, adjust and survive and come up with new ways of providing their businesses and their services. One man who's doing something, I haven't heard of anything like this happening, but I'm kind of very interested to see how it's going to actually work and how you can get involved in what exactly it is, is uh, Mr. Brian O'Connell, who's running an Irish beer festival next month. And and uh, it is, it's great news. I think it is really good news. Listen, uh, Brian O'Connell, sir, how are you? Thanks for popping on the show. Oh, delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, no worries at all. Come here. So, Brian, what, what's the story? It's a Bjorfest. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Now, my Irish has left me since uh, since the school yep. days, but is that the correct pronunciation? <laughs> yeah. that, as far as I know, that's the correct pronunciation. <laughs> but oh. I, I wouldn't swear to it either, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, come here. What, what's the story with uh, Bjorfest now? Right, well, um, it's an idea to, to try and help and celebrate Irish craft brewers. As you know, they've kind of come from nowhere over the last 10 years. Yeah. You know, we, we, had, we were down to a handful of breweries, and now suddenly we've loads opening up all over the place. But most of them are small, but most of them have an interesting story. You know, it's one person who came up with an idea and why they got into it. And I thought, what they don't get, what I don't get, is I, I, I like good beer, but I don't know all the ins and outs but I, I you know you don't know all, everything that, that goes into it and the different types and I often get intimidated going to beer festivals and stuff like that so I thought isn't it great to be able to get their story to understand to be able to go to something and find out about the people behind the, the beer and what inspired them and that and then obviously with the way things are it all has to be online but, yeah. um, so that, that was the idea behind it and to make it a you know to make it a casual sort of thing, not that you don't have to be an expert, and you're not going there at the drinking session. You're not going to sit in front of your laptop drinking for six hours. Just go and chat to the people and find out their story. So, so you're doing this obviously online. So, how does an online beer festival work exactly? What, what's it going to look like? How's it going to work? Right. Well, I'm lucky in that. And um, what inspired me is I there's this platform that I have early access to, and it's. So it's not a Zoom call. It's like you have different booths, you have different entertainment and so each brewer will have their own booth. It'll be, it's like a, you know, a self-owned Zoom call, I suppose. So you can click yeah, into one, yeah. have a chat with them, click to the next one, have a chat with them. 
and just kind of wander around. Um, chat to them, they'll be talking about themselves. You can ask them questions, pop on screen, you know, they'll give brewery tours, they'll be talking about the beers. Um, and they're all going to, they're each going to highlight about two beers, um, which we'll have up on a page. And we have the beerclub.ie are taking part. So they'll have a page. And if you want to know, you know, you can go in advance, pick up one or two, join in. And just as they're describing the beer, maybe, you know, take a couple have of a, Have a little drink, drink along, um, have a little a taste on your own end. Yeah, a little taste. But um, what, what we're very careful of is that what we don't want is like to make it a big pack that you feel that you have to buy this pack and you have to sit down for six hours drinking it one after another. You know, it's definitely not that. But that. That kind of vibe at all. Oh, yeah, we it definitely wouldn't be allowed to promote track. that on the air anyway, Brian. It would be uh, <laughs> we shut down Good. fairly rapid. Go go to Brian's uh, just all day binge drinking festival that's there next month. Uh, <laughs> no, so you know, we'd be fairly, fairly uh, rapid across the knuckles there fairly quickly. So, how many uh, different uh, Irish breweries do you have involved? At the moment, now we're just I mean, th- this came as an idea kind of two weeks ago. So it came out of blue yeah. and we've been scrambling, I've been scrambling around trying to get people involved. We're announcing the first breweries this week. Um, yesterday we announced Brew and Mead. Today we announced the West Kerry um, Brewery. And we'll be announcing them through this week. So at the moment we've got seven. I think there'll be another probably three to four come on next week. So we'll end up with around ten. Um, and over four hours, that's a good number that you can wander in and out and chat to and you're not, you know, you get their story and pick up the beer. Um, you know, what, what inspires the beers. But... Like, there's some good stories there. Like, you know, there's one real deal up in Mayo, and, you know, that's a Yorkshire man came over and set up a brewery in Ireland. Um, you know, there's down in West Kerry, they, they've got, you know, in the heart of the Dingle Peninsula, you know, they've got um, a, a traditional pub and brewery, and they're, they're actually putting up a great prize. You can get, you know, they're putting up a two-night's accommodation um, for two in, in the in the brewery when they reopen in July. Um so we've got a lot of prizes, a lot of games, a lot of stuff like that. But um, but it, it's all about just coming, not being, not being kind of phased by you know the beer heads who know everything and want to just talk the way. It's just coming and learn the story. Yeah, 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 talk, talking yeast and grains and all that stuff. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, listen, is it a nice beer or not? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's all interesting stuff. You know, it, it, you know, I I like the different type of beers, and that's what inspired me is. You know, I was trying to look for something to do, and hey, beer is a good place to start. You know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, that, that that's really what it's about. It's just about coming, and having a bit of crack for a few hours, and just seeing what's happening. You know, and like I said, hearing the stories because yeah, most people so, don't hear the stories behind the breweries. You know, they just see the beer in their local pub and they give it a try. Yeah, but yeah, they, and, and, and there's, there's a lot, there's a obviously, a lot more. It. Yeah, a lot more work and going to go on in the background to those things. So uh, someone can obviously get, get a, a ticket or, or buy a ticket and show up to this thing for a couple of hours. It's like a, a wandering virtually, uh, as I said, clicking into different booths, whatever, and having a chat with the people. And so I imagine when you click into, let's say, whatever the first brewery, um, they'll see you. You'll see them, and you can chat away. And are they going to? Are the brewers going to be doing it from home or from their own breweries? Do you know? Um, it'll depend on on their situation. Some of them are yeah. going to be in the brewery itself, but um, probably most of them, you know, in their office, really, most of them. But um, it, I, I, it's still a little bit fluid, so a lot of them are still trying to decide exactly how they're going to how to do things. And some of them are talking about brewery tours, so they might be walking around. Some of them will, you know, maybe have, have a short video or something to show you, but they'll be able to talk about it with you. And that, that's the key, I think. 
Yeah, so I mean, uh, brewers and, and uh, the whole hospitality trade and the pub trade and the bar trade and everything else is ground to, to a halt and uh, a lot of people have uh, been uh, affected by that over the last number of days. So listen, it's an interesting idea. It looks like a bit of crack. What's the uh, the website of someone who might, might enjoy going to the uh, beer festival, the first ever? This is a world exclusive, actually. You can build this as the world's first and only ever online beer festival uh, and what better place to have it than uh, in Ireland as well? I mean, you probably get global media coverage over that as well. But um, what, what's the website people can go either to register or to find out a bit more information? Right. At the moment, it's Bjorfest, which is, for anybody who doesn't remember their their, their couple of fuckle of Gaelga, um, it's B-E-O-I-R Fest, F-E-S-T dot com. Um, at the moment, we're just announcing and register for updates and this weekend, the tickets will go on sale. It's one euro. So it's not going to break your bank. It's not going to do anything. One euro? That co- one euro, just to cover our costs. It's, it's, like I said, it's a bit of crack. We want to see what what interest there is. We're not we're not looking to make a fortune out of this at all. But um, if it works out, it'll be a good bit of crack and we can do more with it in the future. But um, one euro, and like I said, we're going to have prizes. The breweries are putting up some prizes, and yeah. especially, you know, two nights down in Dingle accommodation. That's well worth one euro to, to come along. Um you know, there'll be one winner for that, but we'll have other prizes, you know, yeah. six packs, a couple, of, a couple of beers, and we'll have a, a festival pack that you can buy afterwards that'll be exclusive to people who came along, you know, just to make it a bit, a bit of community, you know, so that people oh, have lovely, lovely. To, to look back on. Yeah. Um, well, listen, Brian, fair play to you for setting that up. I said the, the world's first ever online beer festival taking place uh, in June. The tickets are going to go on sale this weekend. They're only a euro. Uh, and uh, Bjorfest, B-E-O-I-R fest, uh, dot com. You can get all the information there, see what brewers, Irish brewers are going to be on and uh, what, what you know, um, what they're offering and uh, what their story is as well. Listen, uh, Brian, thanks a million for popping on FM104 this evening. No, delighted to, have, to be here. So thanks a million for having me. Cheers, man. Thank you very much for, for popping on. As always, uh, always drink responsibly as well. Uh, drinkaware.ie, as the lad said, it's not a, it's not an excuse for a massive piss-up. It's just uh, going through the lads and the different breweries that are around the country and having a look at what they're offering and having a look at uh, supporting local Irish businesses. Brilliant excuse. Brilliant excuse. You can tell the missus here, listen, I'm supporting local Irish businesses by doing this uh, on the weekend. So, bjorfest.ie. Thanks to uh, Brian for popping on and uh, do check it out if you're interested in it. Here's uh, the latest from Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar. You're listening to F104. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.